Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back in. Uh, just got twelve thirty, and um, as I said, uh, we weren't quite sure when Bunts, uh, Alan Bunting was coming into the studio, and he's in here now, uh, having just been down at New Zealand Rugby HQ. Bunts, uh, great to have you in studio at long last. Yeah, it's good to be here, Steffi. Um, the last time I uh, probably talked to you, you, you gave me this beautiful painting that's in back at home that I look at often, and. It means a lot, lot to me after the Olympics. So yeah, it's good to you have to come in and connect with you. How much has your life changed since the World Seven Circuit? And then you obviously got the tap on the shoulder from Wayne Smith to join in in this World Cup campaign, which was it, it's mirroring what the FIFA Women's World Cup is doing for us here at the moment. Um, huge change for you. Yeah, a massive change. You know, Sevens, what you know, what an amazing journey that was for me, and and you know, being able to. You know, build some relationships with those special ladies and watch you know watch the growth in them and you know where they've sort of where we started and where we got to and then um, come off the back of that and probably the biggest change for me is the ability to be around my young you know my young family a whole lot more up here in Auckland and be connected to their school a little bit more and their could and, and you know even help out coach some of their, their rugby I reffed in the weekend <laughs> got a bit of flack from a few parents but <laughs> But just being able to, you know, be at home, and that was the whole sort of plan. Sevens, you know, we were based down the mount, so I was down there when we were at home from Monday to Friday, and then when we were away, we were away, so that, that was pretty tough. But, you know, me and my wife sat down, it would have been about 12 or 13 years ago now, and said far out, this team can go win a gold medal in the Olympics. And, I mean, it did get delayed that year through COVID, and I really thought about, geez, do I want to do this for another year? And we sat down and said, let's, you know, let's do this. We set up for this goal. Let's go finish this off. And then once we finished up there, I was, you know, I was ready. I, was, you know, I felt fulfilled. I think I'd have you know, given the team everything I could give. It was time for change and new. And so I was at peace with that and then sort of shifted off and didn't really have too many other plans. But Opiki came up, yep. so it was cool. I wanted to shift across to the 15s and... That was an opportunity to step in there, and then obviously, you know, Smithy, and then now. How much did you benefit from your reintroduction to 15s at the Black Ferns level, having the professor, Wayne Smith, alongside? How much did you learn off him? Oh, yeah, it was, it was an absolute blessing. You know, I, I, before that, actually, though, I, I got, you know, when, when I was with the Chiefs Manawa, I, I was full-time with the Chiefs men. For a bit, and I got a chance to spend quite a bit of time with Clayton and David Hill and Roger Andall and and Gets. They're the amazing management group. So you know, I got to watch you know the, the amount of detail that they they put into their work and their effort, and which is awesome. And then coming off the back of that and you know, meeting Smithy, and I remember when he, when I talked to him the first time I had a Zoom, I was like, I, I can't really believe I'm 
actually talking to you. <laughs> and I'll watch you from a distance and just watch what you've done and the influence he's had in, in rugby. And then the opportunity to go and sort of stand alongside him and, and watch him learn and just, you know, he was on a mission. Um, you know, it was just busy every day trying to get this team to where it needed to get to and, you know, be able to experience that was, was pretty special and, you know, learned a heck of a lot. How different is a sevens athlete to a fifteens athlete? Um, I, I don't reckon it's it's too much different now, now that, you know, fifteens is shifting across to a professional area. Obviously, you know, sevens is, is a lot shorter and a lot more space you have to cover on, on, on the field. So most of your 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 trainings are really anaerobic based. You're in that pain, you know, that painful state where you've got to make decisions and, you know, your skill set, you know, need to be you have to pass a lot wider and defend bigger spaces and and there's you know, critical you know errors over there can cost you you know one little error can cost you the whole game a little bit of back check to a ref can cost you the whole game you know those little things are pretty critical whereas uh, 15s you know I think physically you still need to be able to move really quickly and often and but it's more of an endurance game you know moving quickly and often for 80 minutes is it's pretty tough. You know, some of our ladies that went across the 15s are like, wow, this game is long. <laughs> Which is good for me, you know, as you think far out, we're down by 20 points, but you've still got blooming a long time to go. You know, if you're down by 20 points and sevens and you've got two minutes, you can still do it, but oof, that time pressure. <laughs> at 15s, you've got a bit of time, eh? And you, you can really connect together as a team and, and you can make a lot of difference in, you know, in a couple of minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. 20 minutes. Mm. A while ago, World Rugby, New Zealand Rugby, can't sure who, can't remember who announced that a World 15 competition. Now, I understand there's an announcement uh, tonight, I think it's 6.30 New Zealand time, about what sort of form that's going to take. What we do know is um, I think it's three teams from the north, three teams from the south, part of which has already got underway. The one game we do know about uh, time, uh, venue, we've got Australia in Hamilton, thirtieth mm. of September. Now, very different dynamic for the Black Ferns in that, um, not quite as little as the Kiwis Rugby League team, but there's just not enough games for them, Bunts. For the Black Ferns, yeah, oh, there, there's probably some coming, um, mm. but in the past, you know, like yeah. you, you can go a year and they have four or five games. Um, mm. This is our world champion team now, but it sounds like. World Rugby, all of the rugby associations around all the countries want more games for our women. Yeah, well, oh, obviously I know a little bit more, so there is going to be more games, so I'm pretty <laughs> um, definitely satisfied with what's coming. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's enough. And then with Opiki sort of, you know, growing a bit and, um, you know, us spending a bit more time together, uh, for, for me, you know, being a professional athlete, uh, it's a lifestyle. It's mm. not just something that you turn on when you've got test matches. It's you know you've got to change your whole life. And when you do have a break, you can't have a a break. A break you break. Know, no. You've got to stay ready. Mm. You, know, you got to you can release your mind. It's good to not have a schedule. But yeah, you know your body's really good at getting comfortable and going backwards. You know the further back you go, the harder it is to, to get up. And you know my experience through the sevens, ladies, you know, the ones that always got better and better and better, never went back that far. They sort of, but once you, you know, learn, you know, having living a lifestyle like that, it's good for you. It's good for your health. It's good, good. You know, you're going to be a mother one day and you know, inspire your next bit, and you know, you want to live for a long time and bring up your your young ones and your grandchildren. So mm. yeah, so yeah, it's a lifestyle, and you know, you know, you got to train 
hard for a long time to, you know, over two or three years to keep getting the shifts. And but that's the exciting thing about the 15. You know, there's going to be more time and more games and competitions. So you know, the, the growth is pretty exciting. From the outside looking in, um, right through your sevens time, and, I, and I'm sure you're taking it into the 15s, so I've always viewed you as a person that cares about the athlete first rather than the result. You care about them first and then the results will come. Now in the sevens environment, you probably had about 16-odd girls. Now you got 35. <laughs> um, you're having to get to know a lot of new athletes and what makes them tick. Was that one of the first things you really wanted to get sorted? Yeah, well, it's something that I I just did. You know, I wasn't really intentional about. For me, it's always been about human, you know, and re- relationships and understanding uh, what really drives people, what people really value in their lives. And, you know, once you really understand that and then you really support that, you know, Think different things happen. Um, you know, it's always been the human first for me. You know, you know, things happen in life. Rugby's this beautiful thing that we get to play that you know gives us a, a life beyond our wildest dreams. But you know, life will always come first for me. And um, and it's not just the, you know the sport; it's the career outside the sport. You know, our, our ladies having something outside that they're excited about that they're putting energy in is. Is important. Mm. You know, not all the eggs in one basket, you know, which means pressure is even higher with the rugby. And when you've got something outside of rugby that you're really passionate about, that you're doing alongside stuff, it's 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 really important. You know, cause rugby can end any day, but it's this beautiful thing if you keep putting energy into it. And but you don't want to be scared. You don't want to be afraid of not not doing well. Whenever you play, you want to be free, and you know, that's probably been a blessing for me. Is you know, if we can get our athletes. With their feet firmly on the ground, know know who they are and you know what they stand for, their real purpose for being there, what the, what their true values are that align to our team values and what we're trying to achieve, uh, you know, achieve as a team. But that that takes time. You, know, you can't build a relationship with somebody in one hour. No, you know, you you just got time. You can't force it. You know, it's just what you what you talk about when you catch up. Farrah Palmer Cup, I watch um, I watch every Cyclones game, massive Man of Two fan, uh, <laughs> and usually one other across mm. the weekend as well. Yeah. Um, just We're just a, two or three rounds into the Farrah Palmer Cup mm. already. There's schoolgirls playing, <laughs> uh, Two's halfback still at school, yeah. there's schoolgirls playing for Taranaki, I know they're yeah. getting pumped on the scoreboard, but I just love it. Uh, the left mm. wing from Two. have a good look yeah, at her. Yeah. No, they're all right here, I watched the, I watched the game live down in Silverdale. There's some really exciting young talent, Um, and I guess you have to cast your eye across all the Farah Palmer. Uh, Part of the vision that I have is building depth. You know, there's there's one way to get a you know your top team, and then we can drive them. But when you've got people coming up underneath them, um, you know that that keeps everybody on their toes, and you know it's exciting. It's you know the World Cup really did have an impact. Mm. You know, got these young ladies. There's 40. You know, under 18 players in our FBC at the moment. 40? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, these young, you know, when our Black Ferns came back from two and we didn't play in that first week, it was probably the most exciting week for me. You're seeing players that you didn't see for a long time. Um, yeah, you'd never seen before, and then all these names popped up, but far out watching the FBC games is pretty exciting. You know, I'm looking forward to another weekend. I watched a few now. I've got a couple to catch up on. And, yeah, like you said, the, the talent coming through is, you know, that they've, they've seen... At first hand, you know what it you know what it is like to be a black fern and the 
you know, that, that excites me and that you can just feel this evolution and drive from all these young players coming through which is was definitely definitely exciting well we'll we have to duck off because we're running out of time uh, yeah. we're looking forward to I've actually seen the announcement but it is embargoed and <laughs> I'm not one of those media people that breaches <laughs> embargoes but um, 6.30 I guess I guess we'll have it after 6.30 it's exciting exciting mm-hmm. time for our women rugby players and we're not just going to have the odd game against Australia this is meaningful stuff at mm-hmm. the end of this year can't wait Bunce I bet you can't either yeah no, like I said I'm I'm pretty excited. Exciting about just the growth on Wonder Rugby. Awesome. Alan Bunting, head coach of the Black Ferns. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Steffi. There he is. Alan Bunting, we'll come back after a short break.